Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and we have with us today... J.P. Thor. He is the CEO at Kenya. Hello. Welcome, J.P. Hey, Julia. Thanks very much for having me on board today. Absolutely. So tell us, what is Kenya and what does it do? Sure. So we are building a decentralized uh, ecosystem for marketplaces. Now, there's some important words in there, which I'll, I hope I'll get into. But the key part of it is everything about a marketplace um, such as Airbnb or Uber or eBay, uh, have essentially the same thing. You know, as a provider, you list what you're going to do. And as a user, you search for your desired service or your desired item. And then you engage with that provider. There is some form of payment, uh, transaction of value. And then the user walks away with hopefully what they wanted and the provider walks away with the value that they wanted to retain. So what we're building is a zap, but it's completely decentralized, every part of it, from the, uh, the compute layer, the technology layer, right through to the governance and the support layer. And we can, we can discuss how we're trying to do that and the reason why we want to do that as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, tell us, tell us the reason behind it. Sure. So, in the current marketplace, which is uh, the ones I've listed, eBay or Airbnb, there's a massive centralization of uh, everything from your, where the data is hosted to um, the, where the payments are funneled through, um, right through to how the users um, uh, 
essentially a delivered support and um, yeah, support to the engagement on the platform. Now, what we're trying to do is decentralize everything. So there, there is no company, there is no entity, there is no organization, and there's no silo of data. And the immediate benefit of this is the users and the providers get to transact with each other. So very, with, there's no middleman. There's no one in the middle between the transaction, uh, what we call event-seeking middlemen or intermediaries. So it's a completely peer-to-peer engagement and a peer-to-peer transaction value. And the immediate benefit of that is a massive reduction of costs. So with Airbnb or Uber or such, such you're looking at 20, 30, 40% fees uh, retained by the platform to fund development, maintenance, um, and operational support. With a hopefully a decentralized application to replace that, we can get away with as low as 1% fees uh, because we, we don't have a huge overhead to maintain. Um, the second thing is the benefit to the user is that they get to retain their own data. They get to retain their own identity which means there's no, there's no leakage of information. The platform doesn't need your data. It doesn't need to know uh, much about you. Um, and more importantly, the value that you transact between the user and the provider doesn't need to go through the platform. It simply goes around them. And we're using blockchain technology to do that. And I guess the, the, you know, the magic word here is blockchain technology. Um, this is powering everything that we're doing. It's powering the, the transaction of value, the, the ability for users to retain their own data, uh, and for us to automate everything, so that's Kenya. And yeah, and and what sort of uh, currencies do you or do you accept or that are active on your platform? So we we believe in a highly liquid uh, in a highly liquid future and a tokenized future, and where that can be tokens for literally everything and anything. So we're integrating with our partners liquidity platforms to allow users to to pay in anything they want. They don't need to pay in any determined currency. Uh, so they can pay in um, the primary currencies of Ethereum and all those ERC20 derivatives, uh, tokens, or even Bitcoin or even any of the legacy coins. And obviously we'll support and have fiat payment gateways to allow people to pay with their credit card or cash. Um, there are lots of reasons why we don't want to do that, um, but we will support that to allow our early users to um, onboard onto the platform and use payment methods which are familiar to them with a credit card, but we want to try and move everyone away from cash and towards crypto. Um, there's, the benefits of crypto are huge in terms of being a global, emissionless, borderless payment currencies, very, very low fees. Uh, but for the provider, and what's important for us is in a marketplace, there always needs to be a leverage between the, the uh, transaction. So the user needs the, the payment to be escrowed so that they can leverage the provider in determining that they uh, they essentially get the product or the service they want. And the provider needs to have the payments escrowed so they can leverage the user and that they know that the, 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 the transaction has money behind it. Now, for a traditional marketplace, they hold the escrow themselves through a third party. They're not holding on to the money. For us, we don't hold on to the money. The blockchain escrows that value. Now, the problem is if you escrow cryptocurrencies, so if you hold them for one day, two days, or even a month, for the job or the, the transaction to occur, then you're going you're to expose both the user and the provider to volatility. Cryptocurrencies are inherently volatile um, because it's such a free-flowing, liquid, 24-7 market. So what we're doing is we're building a hedge escrow. And this is a fancy way of saying that we, we under, we're underwriting and guaranteeing that if a user were to uh, transact $100 in for, for a payment 
to a service or a listing, then two weeks later, two months later, the provider will still get paid $100. And we're doing this all completely automated, completely trustless, as in neither user or provider neither trustless that we'll do it properly. It's all in the code. It will be done properly. And uh, yeah, we protect both the user and provider against fluctuations, but also allow them to pay in any currency that they want. And that's, that's the, uh, the goal. Fantastic. And you just had a coin sale. It recently ended. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your, your own coin? Yeah, so last year we had our uh, second generation events. Uh, we started in September and finished around uh, December. And we sold about 40 million of our own token. Um, and we raised about $12 million. Um, so that was last year. And we were listed on secondary market um, January this year. And since then we've been um, rapidly building and um, fishing out our products. Now, the, the reason why I say products is we are building uh, both the core infrastructure to power these decentralized marketplaces, as well as our first suite of decentralized marketplaces that we're pushing out to the door, as well as what we're calling CAN apps. Now, these are symbiotic apps that serve um, very defined um, objectives, um, such as invoicing tools, uh, sending documents around the, around the world using IPFS technology, uh, such, such as that And uh, as well, in the next few months, we're about to launch our Kenya DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous court organization. So the way you can piece it together in your mind is we have these marketplaces uh, where users go on to find a certain service or skill or a listing, and the technology that powers the marketplaces are the same no matter what the marketplace is. Payment service, the escrow service, the listing, the reputation management, etc. They're all the same. They're all scalable from day one as long as you're using the right technology. The symbiotic apps that, are, that kind of sit around these marketplace apps they kind of serve mutual, uh, combined uh, collaborative tools that can be used by any marketplace, like an invoicing tool or a file-sharing tool. So they're available to anyone. They sit on their own domain. But they're also powered by decentralized technologies as well. Um, and wrapping around this is the DAO. So each app, whether it's a marketplace or it's one of our smaller CAN apps, they generate a wide range of support tasks. Like providers need to be curated. Um, disputes need to be resolved. Uh, batteries need to be tagged, users need to be onboarded, such such. All, these stu- all this stuff, operational support stuff that normally doesn't scale a startup, well, we can generate that and put them up into micro-tasks and then send them off to the DAO. And we don't have any support staff, um, we, we, but we want to scale to a point where we have thousands of support members all around the world who are participants in our DAO, and every single day they get to log in to our dashboard and see the wide range of micro-tasks, operational support tasks that need to be completed for any number of the apps. And they can jump on, they can choose the apps, the, the tasks that they want to do, and they can sit there and earn all day long. And they can leave whenever they want. And as a result, what we're creating is this highly scalable, global, multilingual, on-demand operational support backend that can service any number of uh, decentralized applications. And that's the reason why we think we can scale this so fast. And we can address almost any vertical in the marketplace arena. Um, and that is through a, through a decentralized autonomous organization, which, is, which some people might think is a bit of a buzzword um, or might draw par- parallels to the, the regional DAO, which happened in 2014, uh, where uh, essentially a, a large DAO was created and there was a massive code vulnerability, which caused that DAO to implode. So it's, it's left a mark on, on everyone in the crypto world of what, what you shouldn't do with a DAO. 
But what we're trying to do is something far better, far more scalable, or far more secure. Well, it all is, is, is so open source because it's, it's allowing the people to really customize their experience with Kenya. You know, they have the power to go in and make changes or, or oversee things. And, you know, that's, that's what I feel like our world is moving towards is, is everything is customizable. You can, you can make it fit your needs specifically, and that's, that's such a good selling point and just what, you know, I want as a customer. Yeah, exactly. So we're taking open source to a new level. That's uh, the point where each of our apps will have its own roadmap. Anyone can jump on and suggest new features, or anyone can even pay for these new features. But more to the point is we won't even be implementing those new features. Anyone can uh, jump on, a, on one of our account apps, see a, a bounty posted for a brand new feature. Let's say they want a, a new sorting feature for the way that these listings are sorted, or they can pose it. Someone can sponsor it, pay for it. And then someone else can earn that bounty by simply uh, writing the code for it, submitting it to the GitHub. And for our core uh, DAO members, they will review the changes, award the bounty if it meets the requirements, and push a production straight away. So everything is open source, the development, the maintenance, support, um, everything. So yeah, it's, it's completely on demand. It's gig economy to the new level, where the entire marketplace behind the gig economy is also serviced by the gig economy. Um, and that, that's what we strongly believe in, is everyone should have the choice, everyone should be, um, be transient, should move seamlessly and tra- transition between the digital communities that they want to be in. And that's what we've built them on. Now, the actual, as an outcome to this, we want anyone who has a marketplace idea, let's say you're in, you're in say, Florida and you want to build surfboard, and you go, I want to build a surfboard marketplace app. Well, you can jump on to the Kenya ecosystem, drag and drop in a whole bunch of code modules. You want a payment module, you want a listing module, you want an escrow module, you drag it all in. One weekend later, you've built this app for selling surfboards in Florida. And then the next weekend, you want to scale it globally. You want to launch out to Australia, across Europe, et cetera, et cetera. It's easy to do. You just, you just push it out there. You, you build all these tasks, reporting, to hook it up to the decentralized DAO, the decentralized autonomous organization. And now your DAO can generate micro tasks to be serviced all around the world on demand and pay for itself. Um, yeah, so that's that's the vision. What are some of the biggest challenges you've encountered uh, in in Kenya, and how have you met those challenges and exceeded them? The the biggest challenge actually is um, managing the uh, at the moment would be managing the relationship with uh, both our community and because it's kind of this hybrid between a this kind of foundation based um, movement where we're trying to push into open source and then. Uh, you know, we're a publicly traded token. So we have a lot of users. We've got about 60,000 token holders. We've got over 100,000 in our social channels. So there's this constant two-way dialogue that we're having with our every, all the participants in our community. They all want to jump in and try and help us and push us forward. And we're, you know, brand we're very, very early on, six months into our dev cycle for this. So, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of learning to do with managing so much input and it's all great input. We just need to triage it appropriately. But more important than that, we don't want to be doing this forever. We want to build it so that the community manages itself. And that's where the DAO comes into it. And that's where the DAO is. The other uh, difficulty that we come across is, you know, I'll talk all day about how cool blockchain technology is. But fundamentally, it is not scalable. Uh, it is, at the moment, it's, you know, Ethereum network can only process a couple thousand transactions per second. Um, you have one large DAP, and then now the gas fees go, to, go get really high and unaffordable to most users. Um, you know, and, but we, uh, these problems are going to be solved in the next 18 months. 
Uh, we have a whole bunch of new protocols launching, which could all or any one of them solve the scalability problem and allow a, a blockchain, a public blockchain, to scale to hundreds, if not thousands, of decentralized apps and millions of users. Uh, but it's not going to happen this year. It'll probably happen next year, and we just need to work with these protocols and do a lot of R&D uh, and then just keep at it. Absolutely. Give us a little insight into into your background and how you kind of constructed Kenya from, from your experiences. Yeah, so um, I guess I've been in, in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies since 2013, so I've always been captivated by the idea of having decentralized peer-to-peer interactions and transactions. And uh, about three years ago, I wanted to launch my own digital startup in in peer-to-peer marketplaces. Because again, I I, I truly believe that transaction value should be completely peer-to-peer and there shouldn't be any middlemen, you know, arbitraging or trying to interfere with your interaction. And so I launched Kenya a couple of years ago um, across Australia. Um, I'm curious for about 10,000 users, had a, you know, pretty good amount of adoption. And then about a year ago, I really wanted to push it into cryptocurrencies because I recognized we could solve a lot of our payment problems by uh, integrating with cryptocurrencies. And then and I realized that we could do so much more with that by creating a decentralized um, autonomous organization to allow this thing to be able to be much more than just a single marketplace, but it could be a, you know, essentially a marketplace for marketplaces or even, you know, a completely autonomous ecosystem that's completely uh, self-sustaining and self-maintaining. So, yeah, that was about a year ago. We obviously did our uh, second generation event last year. Um, but a bit of my background, I'm, I uh, you know, grew up in Australia. I studied engineering at university. I was a pilot with the Air Force. And, but I was, I've always been captivated by technology and disruption and innovation. So I guess that's the reason why I'm here today, to, to keep following through with that. Wonderful. And I, was just, I just came across um, your community-run blog as well at Kenya, where people can can contribute to the blog and, and discuss things in that format as well. Yeah, so like I said, everything about us, uh, what we're doing is we're very open source and very very much two-way dialogue where our, where our users generate content for us, like help us generate content, you know, help us share, they, um, they help us write blogs um, and maintain our social. So yeah, we're really moving in towards an open source future, um, a decentralized future where everyone has control of their data, what they can do, where they move, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. That's where we're very excited. Where is the best place for people to you know, get started and, and connect with Kenya and with other people who may be on it? Yeah, so Kenya is powered by decentralized technologies, and we're, we're very, we're, we're deep in cryptocurrency. So to get your head wrapped around Kenya, you need to take a step back and get your head wrapped around cryptocurrencies and decentralized technologies first. And that's, that is a wild ride uh, in, in and of itself. Um, but you can always catch us on uh, Kenya.io or even just Google search Kenya. You jump in our Telegram channel um, of 13,000 people or, um, and have this two-way dialogue with us. Um, you can, you know, we've got a Discord, um, it's a, a channel where people can jump in and, again, chat to our team, chat to our CTO, chat to myself. You know, there's not many other companies in the world right now where you can literally jump in a, a chat channel and have a, a conversation with the CEO of a company. And get meaningful, uh, get a meaningful interaction out of it. But that's happening right now with uh, these blockchain companies. That's fantastic, and you have you're, you seem to be very active on social media, uh, naturally, <laughs> considering what, what your company's all about. So you can find them um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're very social orientated. Uh, we we're powered by our community, so 
So our community panels are. Um, but yeah, across all our channels is it's Kanye or Kanye Coin. Well, JP, thank you so much for being uh, this accessible to your users and and sharing this very exciting new platform and hopefully building a community that is that is strong, educated, and gets to make some money and 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 transfer money and everything works out great. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. No worries. Well, it's like uh, the, an easy way to explain it is it's the gig economy powered by the gig economy. So, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, in, in the future, we want to build it so that we even replace the need for us, as in there will be no Kenya company. It will be this um, digital, seamless, transparent, uh, global community um, that just is and just works and scales rapidly. Now then, you know, I was, I'm here in uh, San Francisco at the moment, uh, and I just chatted to Airbnb's head of trust. I actually asked him, do you think Airbnb could ever be decentralized? And his concern is that you could never achieve the same level of accountability and trust uh, if it was decentralized, because obviously the decentralized Airbnb version, they can do background checks, they can help out their users, provide support, and such, such. But I think what he's missing is that you can do that if you have the right economic incentives. So a core part of our DAO is that everything is paid for. Everything has a price. So, and the more important a certain task is, and uh, then the price behind it will increase. And that will motivate more and more people to get themselves to a level where they're willing to complete that task. So you, you can drive, so accountability and trust in the old world is kind of enforced through company protocols and company rules. And like if one of Airbnb's staff didn't treat a, a host properly, they would probably be fired, right? So there's kind of this do this, you know, impart this or you'll be punished. But in the new world, it's this world of um, reward. It's this world of encouragement. It's this world of the character to, to, to walk towards. And that's what the DAO is. Everyone, uh, the bad actors are ignored and discouraged, but also the good actors, the people who actually want to impart accountability and trust and great support, uh, will be paid for it and will be paid handsomely for them. And that's, that's the shift is, you know, do good because you want to get paid for it rather than do bad because you could get punished. I think there's a, <laughs> a complete paradigm shift there. And, that, and just that paradigm shift, I think, creates a more positive experience for a lot of people when you start thinking of it in, that, in those terms. Yeah, because everyone, everyone, wants to, everyone wants to get paid. Everyone is, has, is generally economically incentivized. So, yeah, we think we can create this great, great community and great atmosphere through the correct economic incentivization. And what we call is crypto economics, whereby you, you use the underlying technology, the crypto, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies and decentralized technologies, to ensure that good actors are rewarded and bad actors are ignored and, you know, kicked out. Absolutely. Well, JP, Thor, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. We're looking forward to seeing all the new, the new things that, that, that Kenya is going to be offering us and hopefully be coming and using it quite soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Julia. I really appreciate the talk. That was JP Thor. He's the CEO at Kenya. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters 
are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s and the dot-com boom in the 1990s and the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.